Utopia. Utopia. Place. Technological. I don't think I trust robot. No, no, wait. Clyde is a bot that came in to tell me the emoji doesn't work. Oh. I love our disjointed theme song. I can make so many more of those. Or I can send you the Python script to do it if you want. Yeah, I want that. Okay, I think it's easy. I want to do it to uh, the focus of our uh, the focus of our conversation today. Um, becoming a meat organ. So. This guy wants to be Bon Jovi and made a choir of seemingly mostly 16-year-old girls to sing this song that he wrote. His name is Eric Whitaker, and it's entirely possible that it's entirely possible that he's a very nice man, but he's Mm. fucking weird. Yeah, and so also he did a thing that yeah, like. He did the, the, you know how like there's really good graffiti some places and then they paint over it and put a mural. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this thing where you use a thousand different fucking voices and make like audio graffiti on the fucking space train fucking thing. And this guy did the weird sterile version of it. <laughs> so so yeah. I guess now. He's the, he's the muralist in this analogy. Yes. Uh, he's a... I gotta tell you, because this is an audio medium, I just want to let all the viewers know this dude looks exactly like Bon Jovi. There's no particular reason why he's not Bon Jovi. There's no evidence that he isn't just Bon Jovi doing a TED Talk and pretending to be Eric Whitaker. And he says in the thing that he wanted to be the fifth member of Bon Jovi or Duran Duran, but that he couldn't... Uh, because they wouldn't let him. And then, so instead he became a classical composer and uh, conductor, which is just the whitest fucking thing you can do. That's the whitest, uh, like, heel turn that I've ever heard of. Yeah. It's true. Which is fine. Acceptable. If you want to compose music, that's okay. Well, nope. No, I don't think so. I think no? it's only okay. I don't think it's cool to compose music out of everybody else's voices. I don't... Oh, out of the voices of others? I feel like it's... I mean, it, should, it shouldn't just be one person's brain at the helm of, of, of like, a, a meat organ made of thousands That's of true. types. Should be Especially when these are, like... graffiti situation, like Mike said. These are, like, 16-year-old girl windpipes, right? So well, this man okay, is, they... like, harnessing the power of, like, children. To be fair... Sopranos, you gotta get them young. Hmm. Otherwise, they grow up to be mob bosses. Uh, no, Smile. No, you gotta get them while their throats are still pure before they start smoking. Right. Cigarettes. And they sound like me. They yeah. Have a bass over time. Gotta clip them. Oh. 
I'm mostly okay. interested in this in terms of the idea of uh, the human voice being a collective treasury for everyone. Like the idea lot. that we make this vast public array of sounds and we use them to make music. And the music you make is your music and you can use everyone's voice to make it. Which makes what this dude did perfectly fine. But he has all these resources that other people don't have. You know, all this like, like went to this fancy school and shit. But like, really yeah. yeah, doing folk art with by using the public, like using the bodies and the evidence of the existence of a public to make. Uh, Wait, say so that last part. Using the bodies. Using like the physical evidence of their existence of public, you know, to make things that are good and beautiful. Um, is sort of like how I think all the things should be, like. Uh, uh, architecture could be that way or whatever, you know, like economics could be that way, but I guess we got to settle for music because that's how you learn how to produce ideology. But just all you're allowed to have. Well, making your, culture. making your, making your meat noises doesn't require any capital. It only right. requires <laughs> that you have meat. Although it does kind of require capital because you don't have, you're not allowed to sing at work. That's and no one's going to hear you if you're poor and singing. It's also yeah, true. You can't be singing on the bus either. Bullshit. Can't be telling me what to do. I'll sing where I want. But will yeah. they kick you off the bus for singing? I guess they will, huh? Uh, they they definitely kick you off the bus for being crazy and disobedient, which is yeah. if you don't stop singing. That's true. I well, mean, I mean, not... what's crazier than that? <laughs> not it's complying with the bus. Trying to get a ride on the bus and then not getting a ride on the bus. Yeah, it's a crazy mistake you made, pal. I I can't imagine not complying with the orders of the bus driver. Those that, that's a foreign concept to me. That's a person of great authority in my life. Oh yeah, you live in Oregon. People thank the driver. Oh, that's true. They do. We uh, in Oregon, we clap whenever they make it to the next stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even in Chicago, people thank the bus driver. That's true. A person has great authority in your life. Bus drivers may be the most legitimate authority I can think of. But even they are not allowed to tell me whether or not I'm supposed to be singing. Right. Or using a a meat organ. They're literally just a person in charge of whether or not you crash and die. Yeah. Or get to work on time. Or get to work on time. Or whether or not someone else on the road lives or dies because they're definitely in a pretty dominant position they're definitely like you know cars cars is big metal dildos buses are the biggest of all it's true if except for maybe the transportation next network if you if you're the bus driver you get like to decide you translated that. cars are not dildos wait <laughs> i feel like that slid past me also <laughs> I feel like you're trying to translate this to a segment of the population. I don't know what segment that is, but uh, cars are it's like cars are, cars are definitely dildos. I read about it. I read about it, dude. It's like in the they talk about it in um a book in the Satanic Verses. They talk about planes in the same way. 
Oh, There's... planes are dicks. Planes are dicks? Yeah, planes. Oh, but cars oh, aren't God. dicks, huh? No, the fuselage of the plane is a dick and the the, 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 the wings are a V. Uh-huh. For victory. And, and that's why they, the engines hang so low. And why one of them always hangs higher than the other. No, that's not true. The engines are always pretty similar unless it's turning. Not mine. <laughs> Wait. This guy, the words to this guy's song literally say, The evening hangs beneath. Just saying. Did any, did you all listen to this song? I listened to some of it. And uh, I got a little embarrassed and stopped. Oh no! You got embarrassed because of your. Oh, it's beautiful. Gross. I mean, it's kind of space noisy, and like, I wasn't embarrassed. Like, oh, this is so cringe, bro. It was more like, uh, it was supposed to be doing something else and had been down a YouTube hole. But uh. Oh, this is the Odia talking about. No, not that. Yeah, yeah. It, this video elicited in me the feeling of, okay, now I am watching Bon Jovi flying through space, orchestrating 16-year-old girls to sing about the beauty of sleep or something. Hey, a lot of these and, dudes uh, seem to be 55-year-old pastors. Oh, well then, that's the, I think they're that's probably the legit. I mean, where else are you going to yeah. get dudes that can sing in Latin, I guess? I know right. Italy in the past, but yeah, I was gonna say somewhere deep in time. What? What, what does it have in common with cats, though? Uh, there's something. There's a segue there. There's I don't know something about, about cats. You're gonna have to tell me. It's what. Well, there's nothing to know. Livid for it. They're pink in the face for cats. What does I, this have to do with cats? I've never. What? What does this have to do with cats? Uh, well, the fact that Mike couldn't get all the way through it before leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? We have bon Mike, Mike, Mike quit. Mike quit on both of these things. Yeah, about halfway through, probably. It's so it's like high school. <laughs> yeah, it's also like high school. <laughs> Maybe my favorite detail about you is that you don't have a high school degree. Oh, that's a great so detail. Just, you're such a smart boy, though. You didn't realize that that was going to be on your permanent record, did you? Whatever. I got my GED before everyone else got their high school degree. So it was oh, like, that's man. true. I'm going to go wash dishes now, suckers. Yeah, uh, fuck you. Getting but, uh, an early start on this capital. Yeah. So Bon Jovi is in space, right? He's uh -huh. hanging out in Elon Musk's car, which is a convertible, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, so you can see the sun burning you with gamma radiation. Yeah, and Bon Jovi is composing for 2,000 uh, utterly naive and innocent YouTube denizens. And, um... People of the tube. Something of... Yeah, and his hair is perfectly parted down the middle, like it's 1991. And, um... <laughs> I'm just thinking about how the Matrix is broken... <laughs> I want to say, for the record, this video appears to be from 2011, so that year it was 1991. Yes, but the man's hair is from 1990-something. The man's hair is from before the Matrix broke. And <laughs> it's this, like, weird leftover of... And you know, the Matrix is, uh, I think, like, 94 to 99, over and over and over again. Pretty sure. And 
It's like up until the trade towers get bombed. But, it's uh, really incredible. And in all of his YouTube videos, it's exactly the same. It doesn't move. Even no. the little tuzzled bits. His hair is like a floating so, Lego hair. His hair. I just there's something to be. Uh, there's this connection I'm trying to make between this man's unmoving space hair, and his like. Bon Jovi in space attitude towards life. He looks which like is Richard like, Branson wants to I think to maybe he's still around because he actually really is like this. And um, if you compare like this guy who actually had a dream and is now a choir man, which is like kind of gay but cool but like at least interesting and like like we have all these feelings about yeah, it actually, because we're from after the apocalypse. But like compare that to Cats which is an actual glitch in the Matrix, like the Matrix just like collapsing in front of you and exploding and churning like a fucking, like you throw a fucking cup of water and bacon grease, you know, like. <laughs> I agree. I, I think it's upsetting in a way because we're always looking for patterns of human beings, right? And it always feels like once, it, it, it just, you, you're always feeling like you're just one step away from figuring out the pattern, kind of getting a handle on things. And then something like cats, it like throws a complete yeah. wrench in all of your pattern building, and, and just was this was it better than the Joker movie? What happened? Uh, so the Joker movie was just a movie. It yeah, was just a movie. It was inherent vice, but with makeup. It was inherent vice for Juggalos. It was yeah. inherent vice for Juggalos. Sure, but uh, um, yeah, it was it, the the Joker is just it just was another uh, kind of thing that we're it, it's just another vehicle for people to miss the point and idolize the main character yeah um cats is right cats is something way more upsetting the hair of bon jovi does not move the <sighs> hair of cats is just constantly shaping these fucking chthonic fucking uh, neutral meaning patterns. Like, everything on the screen at all times means something, and what it means is so fucking blasé that you're just confronted with imagine a hundred thousand people saying, eh, never mind, all at the same time, in unison, in like a harmony of failed time. Actually, I kind of like that idea. We should make that track. Yeah, I think the, I was thinking about doing it, and then, like, fucking, I don't know, like, cats hurt my brain. It hurt my heart. 15 million people saying, ouch, my brain, in real time, beats two and four switched. It would be great. So cats was, as I understand it, I haven't seen this movie, and I will not, absolutely not see this movie. Um, well, you're doing I, yourself a great service. Well, I, see this all I'm seeing is that <laughs> you, these like, you owe cat yourself. People, they look really sexy in these videos, and I don't. I live with a cat. I don't want that shit to get weird. So, well, I'm just first stay of away all, from that uncanny valley, so to speak. Um, far be it from you to judge my relationship with my cat. Uh, I think you can judge your own relationship with your own cat. Yeah. So, first of all, um, my cat is a sexy little fucker. Um. And told him that lately. Grandpa, yeah. where are you? Please continue. Continue this line of reasoning. 
I have nowhere else to go except to say that you're doing yourself an extreme service by not seeing the movie. That you right, owe it. You, if you, guys you saw owe it to yourself to not watch it. Did you see the original? As a gift. Or the I've seen the original of Cats. Oh, the original or patched? So yeah. So if there's a patched version, um, it's a mystery to me about whether or not it. Uh, actually matters because if what we saw was the improved version i can't imagine what the unimproved version was were they were there like feet like not attached to anything this was a big point people were talking uh, about would you say that their feet worked visually well i mean i wouldn't um so we we got ready for this movie right like i drank a couple beers Smoked a joint on the way in. You ever seen me high? I'm not really with it. Um, but like, so I missed a lot of the details. And tried to like, tried to like gather up the big picture, right? And like, the big picture was pretty much a Hieronymus Bosch painting. Um, the details, I couldn't. I don't want to think about it that hard. I don't really want to get into the details because I can't remember any of them. I just have like a I walked away with a feeling of have you ever seen anyone get hit by a car? Yeah. Like you're not sure if they're okay. You're not sure if you even really saw it. You know like Wait, like no, you're on a highway I Brad Pitt in a movie. What? I didn't see that happen. I was remembering a movie where Brad Pitt gets hit by a car while wearing a tan suit. Terrible, tragic. Oh yeah. Sorry, go on. It's just yeah. There's this feeling of like. That's a uh, meet Joe Black, by the way. Oh, that's yeah. such a bad movie. I love that scene. Yeah. So this. Uh, so I Cats remember was just my like dad liked the whole time. Movie a lot, and then I thought it's confused. I don't remember. I just remember. They just look back at each other lovingly, back and forth, and back and forth as they walk away. And it's so sweet. And then she looks, and he looks back, and he's cream. And it was so tragic and sad. <laughs> I, felt that, I, called the, I called for an ambulance immediately as soon as I saw it. But it was hilarious. Did you know that Eric Whitaker is considered to be a shitty conductor by other people who like that kind of music? Really? Yeah, I just found it. This is great. Um... Is he a hack? He's... I mean, yeah, he's a hack. But... But I mean, like, a confirmed hack within his own profession. People... He... So he's... This is from, uh... This is from a few years later. From, uh... 2015 at the Telegraph. Eric Whitaker, from 32, that's his... That's the thing he's playing at. Overstated welcome. In quotes. Um... We'll fix it in post. His new Deep Field, which received his its European premiere here, is inspired by images from the Hubble Space Telescope. And towards the end of his long exercise in sonic paint drying, the audience is invited to join in by activating the ambient shimmerings of a special smartphone app. 
Whitaker joked that his latest version of Equus, this time for chorus and orchestra, sounds like Carmina Burana on steroids. Summoning up the energy of a running horse, it also brought to mind a well-known equine waste product. Oh, no. God, the telegraph just murdered him there. Holy um, shit, that's a roast and a half. They just called they just called his song horse shit. Yeah, they literally they literally said that. Figuratively. They also say uh, choirs, orchestras, major record labels, and magazines that ought to know better have all cravenly brought into the slick yet hollow package. They also describe his music as being toe curling. <laughs> so, uh, should this person have the like godly power of arranging two thousand other people's voices in the classical conductor uh, standing above you telling you what to do model, or should there be? just a database of free voices that anyone could play terrible um, Kanye West Jesus is King covers on. I agree with uh, I agree with the latter there. I mean, the latter only really works if everyone is deep faked, right? What, 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 like, I mean, I'm on that, but what do you mean? All voices are publicly available to deep fake and we all have the computational power necessary to make what's in the voices in our heads come out of a machine. We can do that. I've uh, I've simulated my own I... voice using about 15 seconds of audio, 10 seconds of audio of my voice. Really? you just we can done just... a full simulation? We can uh, insert the clip here at some point. A uh, full deep fake, huh? Okay. I did, here, uh, give, me, yeah. give me a high-pitched whine so that I can find out in the recording. Real-time voice cloning, baby. How about a little of Max's voice? Yeah, I figured out how to do voice cloning. Let's do some fucking crimes, my friend. Is that okay. what you meant? Yeah. I, it scared the cat. She's putting on her cowboy hat and getting the fuck out of here. See, you scared the cat. Not a jellical. That is not a jellical cat. Although, I don't know. It, it might be. Hey cats, come in here. What'd you say? Hmm? Sarah, do you have opinions about Are you, are you talking to me? I have never walked out of a movie theater before in my life. I had I love stories, even if they're bad stories. I had no desire to find out which fucking cat got picked for that weird fucking afterlife shit. Is that it the was, plot? Yeah, I think so. The plot yeah, it's is... Like... Uh, no, it's not a plot, though, because, like, the play is based off of a series of poems that T.S. Eliot wrote about cats. So, like, the movie, the way that it goes, is, like, it introduces a character through song based on a poem by T.S. Eliot, and then you move on to the next character. And, like, none of it really revolves around anything besides the word jellical cat, which is never fucking explained. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the idea that there's going to be this full moon that they all like quasi fuck under and then one of them dies. is like, I think the idea of it, but it's just, it's not really, I don't, you know, it was awful. <sighs> Cats, cats having sex is 
pretty awful and, and disturbing to experience, right? Yeah, and this whole movie was Did you was stick bad. around for that part? Hmm? Did you stick around for the whole, like, full moon fuck scene? Uh, um, we did see that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We Were saw they, that. like, win it, they went into heat? Yeah. Yeah, I really had to pee, and I didn't want to be alone. What I'm going to say is <laughs> it probably would have... It probably would have been better if the cats just did actually fuck. Like I agree. I was really hoping that it would have broke down into like full like unironic Will Ferrell kind. Like, uh, was it unitard wearing Will Ferrell being fucked in the ass by some sort of crispy tan with a microphone? Earlier I heard, I heard Danny saying that you owe yourself the service to not go see that movie. I actually am not disappointed that I got to experience how fucked up that movie is because uh, I've just never experienced anything so, so terrible in the movie theater in my life. So, you know, it's a fine experience. I'm not even angry about the $10. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to witness the end of the neoliberal hegemony because every movie up until this one has been about Hillary Clinton. And I don't think this movie was about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you thought that you th you've been you've been saying that, and I don't know how that can be the monomyth of our time, but you've been saying that, so I take your word. You, this is the first one that you just can't see any angle, huh? Yeah, like, okay, so, for instance, the least Hillary Clinton movie you'd think, like The Irishman, right? Um, in the end, The Irishman is about how... What is The Irishman about? The Irishman's about the killing of Jimmy Hoffa. It's about how fucking unions are bad, and don't you just wish for the good old days when you can steal shit from trucks and just get away with it because you have connections with the mob? Damn, wouldn't that be better? I do miss and, that. Yeah, well, that it's just nice. a movie about... Like, it's Hillary Clinton whining about unions and new times. But, um, I just see all of Hollywood through the lens of Hillary Clinton, I guess. Because you love her. No, because I'm fucking bored with Hollywood and it's irritating. It's like, have you, I don't even, I don't even. Uh,. I mean, I struggle in the exact same way. I, uh... I was actually extremely ready to try and find some kind of deeper meaning or derive some kind of knowledge. Not not from the plot of the movie, but from, you know, like, its, its circumstance, right? Like, what it is. And try and link that to the world and kind of figure out where this reality grew into that movie. And uh, it doesn't afford you that privilege. I don't know. I think it's indicative of social collapse. Yeah, well, it's just empty and hollow. Yeah. It's like, the, the very definition of ennui. When, um, when like, Tipper Gore was like, Guar is killing America, right? Everyone was freaked out about Satanism and stuff. They were all like, oh, this is indicative of social collapse. Culture is dead. That's just some old people shit to say. But like, cats genuinely, if I find 
one actual fan of the movie Cats in person, in physical life, I will take this back. I will be proved wrong, essentially. I think. Unless they're really fucked up. Um, but no one liked that movie. The people who made that movie didn't like that movie. And it was just produced as like a final... There's these things called agonal breaths. Um, as you die, when you're, if your lungs are compressed or something like that, and you can't breathe through them or they're filled with water, your like throat and your chest does this thing. It's like... <laughs> and you'll know it when you see it. It's agonal breath. It's the last couple breaths before your body is officially dead. It's essentially giving itself CPR by spasming. And socially, culturally, I think that's what Cats is. Hmm. It's the last gasp of American culture. Interesting. Yeah. Like a gurgling wax. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's over. <laughs> the lungs okay. are crushed. Uh, the heart is probably not beating anymore. The eyes are glazed over. It's not responding. It's over. Turn so the light. Metaphor. American society is Eric Whitaker. Wait. So in this, in this metaphor, if, okay. Now, if, if Eric Whitaker was American society, cats would be him getting arrested at a venue for child molestation or something. Allegedly. Yeah, some kind of sex crime. Not even necessarily pedophilia, but some some explicit, extremely explicit sexual act that was against the law. I've uh, been on the internet recently, and so I've, I can tell you there are people out there who will say that it's not pedophilia if it's 16-year-olds. It's a febophilia, technically. Get the fuck off my... Just get out of here. Shut I'm, up. I came here to inform <laughs> you what it's actually like out there. Get down, man. Get down and shut up. <laughs> you all have been reading cats. I've been reading the reviews for cats on Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you, what are your reports? What are your time? You know, I I feel as though I we did. Well, you saw it, but you didn't see what people said. You no, but I had people. to. What did they say? They said they loved it. No one said that. No one said that. All right, here. Yeah, don't tell lies. Don't tell fibs in my fucking in this house. Lying is lying is lying is important to what I do. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oof, dude. I'm here for you, uh, but like over here, um, not over there. So wait, no, Eric, Andre, no, Eric, Gautier is uh, is Bon Jovi, is the conductor, and when the conductor dies, you have two thousand people who all know how to sing good together, but then they're all just like spazzed out and they can't coordinate at all. They have no idea what to do without having without having Eric Gautier at the top of the. Uh, stage doing his uh, hand waving thing. That's the metaphor now. See? So, uh, did you guys... Max, did you look at the anti-meme thing? No. Uh, the listener dropped it on us. Oh, oh the SCP anti-meme so, stuff? It's like this whole website talking oh, yeah. about different anti-memes and it's conspiratorial thinking and Anyway, it's kind of fun, but the basic idea of the anti-meme, like, being this idea that destroys itself rather than spread, I like this idea. Because uh, it's like, like a... our podcast. 
It's like the dark matter of memetics. Like if the universe was made of memetics rather than if we live in a universe made of ideas, like objective universe, and memes are everything or whatever, as people are wont to say, then most of that universe is anti-memes. It's ideas that destroy themselves before spreading, such as cats. Or <laughs> <laughs> maybe not Eric Whitaker, but Eric Whitaker's secret self. Secrets. You know, it sounds like his music destroys itself upon listening also, so you're not wrong. Well, the music spreads. He's made a career. But himself is gone. You know, like, I have this, like, idea in my mind of the anti-meme as, uh, as the, the summer afternoon, but also, like, the, uh, the time that you phase out during shock. You know, like, there's something in common there that you, like, the time ceases. And it's, like, an important idea because capital and time have this relationship where um, our time is being colonized and um, collapsed and deterritorialized. And the anti-meme is where it goes. It's what happened to your time. <laughs> um it's it's like all those thoughts that I had at work that were good ideas while I was digging a hole, uh, and then I couldn't get them back because I was tired as fuck. Yeah, that's a type. Yeah, of, perhaps of anti-meme. It's a thing that it's a self-destroying piece of information or self-secreting. I'm down. I want one. Do I, oh, I probably already have one and I don't know it. You're mostly that. Shit, I never think about that. That's... This is the point that you don't think about it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Until like this very feelings. moment, it was successful. Like my guilt around the feelings I have around my grandparents and how they felt about me before they died, that I never talk about, but just recorded. Hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. It sounds like a deeply internal struggle that made me extremely uncomfortable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, deep. About it. Internality, man. The depth, yes. Like, everything is fucking bright, shiny bullshit. And, like, that's why, like, we don't want to fucking kill ourselves lately, is because it's all this bright, shiny bullshit, and it erases the idea of depth. That, like, um. And this is, like, you know, fucking some weird rehashed version of, like, uh. No, millennials just want instant gratification, blah, blah, blah. Those people are just sort of... People who say that are walking around without a brain. But, um... I want instant gratification. Hell yeah. I mean, I want to be gratified in the moment that I'm existing. Yeah. But, like, because time doesn't... I definitely want to spend a lot of time gratifying myself. Yeah. Yeah, but on Instagram... Don't just fucking walk up on me and tell me not to be happy. Fuck off. That's what you're saying there. But like, the uh, the other end of that is the, <laughs> the depth of things, like the depth of joy, like uh, the depth of sadness or whatever. Like, I don't necessarily have to be gratified, but like, when I'm sad, it's like an instant sadness too. But both of these inst- instances have depth. And, like, that's how you measure time. And it's being stolen from us by 
or it was stolen from us in many ways by like being raised around fucking you know uh, cereal boxes and fucking action figure bullshit Dinobots. culture, yeah, and like, like um, Dinobots. When I talk about cats as social collapse, I think that that's coming, going to like come crashing back into life, um, because it'll be the only way that we can tell deep fake or what's an actual person is by how it makes us well by how it makes us feel alright like people aren't people are just feeling bullshit (laughs) (laughs) like that's right that's why everybody's so concerned with movies and uh, reviewing them online in small bursts for their friends yeah because there's no other way to talk about uh, anything or feel any depth. It's just like reflect a back upon the reflection of what media executives think you are and want. And it's just this shallow uh, all of mirror shit where you never see anything but the back of your head. Yeah. There's a lack of ability to experience uh, to, to communicate anything at depth because it's prevented by the economy, essentially. And uh, when the economy collapses, I imagine that would come back pretty quick, like pretty hard. What in the form of the economy. Uh, everything you say has a price. Everything you do has a price. All of your time is recorded. And that's right. I actually didn't mean to talk to you about how I'm not getting paid for this. Yeah. You are getting unpaid for this. It's an anti-payment. <laughs> that is, is true. It, yes, this is time that, that could I be know. spent utilizing your labor to gain capital. I could have been cuddling with my sick girlfriend being sick, but instead... That's true. But the other thing is that this time is a time that I will literally never repeat because I will not want to hear myself speak as much. And I will yeah, actually, so I think it's a great end of this episode. <laughs> it will be hidden from me forever. <laughs> sick. Where are we at, though? We got... Time is a flat circle. Okay. (laughs) Happy New Year. long exercise in sonic paint drying the audience is invited to join in by activating the ambient shimmerings of a special smartphone app. It's like all my life I had seen in black and white, and suddenly everything was in brilliant technicolor. This is Eric Whitaker, the Railroad Gangsters have me tied up here and I think they are going to kill me. Please send money now and send it to patreon.com slash Eric Whitaker's voice is now belonged to us. We will play him like a meat pipe.